0: one day man one day what one day we shall
1: hmm one day we shall
0: be able to touch down i thought you meant overcome that's touching down
1: oh okay same thing uh welcome back to stroked the autumn simulation everybody you know what it is where we touch subjects at depths that most people aren't willing to go We keep it real free, raw nature, anything that comes from the spirit, that's what you hear, that's what you get. And once again, we're doing it again tonight.
0: That's why we always want to get stroked up.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Before we move on, make sure you guys hit that follow, you subscribe, and make sure you can keep up with everything. Also, follow us on social media at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D, underscore the podcast. Once again, at stroked, S-T-R-O-K-D, the podcast. Man, I'm here with my brother tonight.
0: Man, and I certainly appreciate you every single day on man. the face of this earth.
1: Stro, man, when I hear that night, Stro, give me chills, man.
0: Well, I appreciate that. What do you think it means?
1: Ah, I don't know what it means, but I know where you are to me, brother. I mean, okay. you like a as far as a representation of a man, and you set the bar high, dude.
0: I certainly appreciate that huge compliment. I can't <clears throat> tell no lie. And that it is. You know, you make me think about something that says, uh, what is a descendant? Hmm. What does it mean to descend?
1: Okay. Are you asking like, me?
0: Yeah, like where do you think we come from?
1: Where we come from? God. That's the only thing I, as far as I see. <laughs> God. So what God. happens to men then? What do you mean? What happened to men? As far Why do as... men
0: primarily lose? their spirituality in comparison to women. Statistically speaking across the world, especially in North America, statistically speaking, okay. women are more spiritual than men.
1: Mm, I never looked at it like that. I would say because the world's a little harder for men, the expectations are a little higher. They aren't able to show parts of themselves as women do. I won't say they're they're not as spiritually inclined. They probably keep more of it to themselves, and women are more open as far as emotionally, spiritually, and everything because they're bred to be that. They say it's okay for a woman to be that.
0: Well, I definitely agree with you. There's some conditioned thoughts and some freedom that are afforded to some people, other than, you know, compared to others. Right. The problem is, yeah, you're right. Uh, men do have it within them to be spiritual. Oh yeah. You know, the sad thing is that's attached to some vulnerability so men don't get that freedom.
1: All right. Because once I'm speaking to men, more 101, but I have that gift where people are comfortable around me. I meet a, a lot of men that are spiritually inclined. It's all about God. And believe it or not, they show me a lot of their emotions. So I know that's already in them. They already crave that. Because, you know, they give it to me freely. Number one, I see the little boy and little girl and everybody, so it makes right. it a look e- easier. My gift is I am a safe space. And, well, yeah, you, know, you
0: create comfort. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's a hugely positive thing. That simply means you're a very uh, generous and genuine person. Thank you, thank that's, you. That's what comes from your, your nurture and your heart.
1: Got you, man. If you guys have noticed, uh, the last couple episodes, <laughs> we have been, you know, giving men... A lot of attention because the world, I mean, it's sad to say they don't get as much of that as they need. I mean, men need love, too, man. Men need to be able to express themselves, too. Uh, you can't just be macho all the time, walking around with all these problems on your shoulders or whatever. So, you know, we're spending some time on that, man. It's just all about Women's Week, Women's Day. Uh, you don't really hear Men's Day, <laughs> Men's Week.
0: I mean, how many mm-hmm. holidays celebrate men anyway, though, right?
1: Right. Men's retreats and all. I mean, they have them, but it's not spoken loudly. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's time, you know, you get a little bit of attention and really break it down. Uh, especially like men showing other men love.
0: Well, you know, that makes me ask this question then. Why is there no natural affection among men? Like, what's the reason for that? You already know. So so here I am, a male, and I look at, you know, situations where I could go dab a brother up, you know, show show him a little side hug. You know, me, I'm one of those people that say, you know, I don't really like church hugs. Yeah. (laughs) I learned a long time ago. Shoot, it must have been about 28 years ago or something like that. Right. The first person that gave me a real hug and I went, oh, my God, you know what? That's not that bad.
1: Uh, was it? You saying a man? No, at that time it
0: was a it was a female.
1: But that was the first time you got. But they were dealing with so
0: much trauma that I was aware of. Okay, and that they even shared with me that I didn't see them as a woman anymore. I just saw them as a person dealing with a problem.
1: Got you. you and they sure? learned
0: how to show love to another person, so I understood affection immediately. I was like, oh my god, it's not a church hug.
1: Right. But now, you know why? Go ahead.
0: Specifically, when it comes to the male, I go, why can't we do that? We always do church hugs.
1: Yeah, I mean, because y'all bred for that. You know what that means. If, if men show <coughs> affection, if men show love to one another automatically, quote, unquote, what it's going to be, that's gay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. got to be gay, man. Everything a man says that shows affection and love is always followed by man. No homo.
0: And that's why I almost feel like we got to say, OK, that's bromance now. right? <laughs> you know, when you can show it. when you can show it in a positive way you know, you'll get some type of title of some sort, right? right? right, right. At the end of the day, we're supposed to be brothers. And when you take the word romance, right? Mm -hmm. The man's part is supposed to be the dance part. You know, that's supposed to be the affection, right? The bro part is supposed to be how we're supposed to be as men as brothers. Okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with affection. You can go across the world and see in other cultures that they don't have a problem showing affection. In a physical sense,
1: right? I see other countries. Men walk hand in hand, and everything, and like I think it was a country in Africa or something like that. Like,
0: man, that blows <laughs> my mind to a degree. Now, look, because I've been conditioned in North America, I'm like, I don't know if I want to hold a man's hand. My hand <laughs> will get a little sweaty. <laughs> but, 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 real talk, though, I think over time, I probably could.
1: Mm, okay, you know
0: what I mean? Because at some point, I could break a particular barrier. But people are scared of that, though.
1: You think uh, affection is? Probably sexualized anything in that contact, and that's well that, that's any, any any form
0: of affection. You could take the opposite sex, for example. At some point, we sexualize the opposite sex when it comes to any form of affection. Right,
1: right, right. The very
0: moment I, I'm, I'm smiling at you and showing you kindness, they're immediately it an interest
1: mm-hmm.
0: of a sexual nature. True, All they right. run they run to that. We're over sexualized.
1: Right. I got another question for you. Uh How often is it? And men in this world probably need a hug. Yourself, you've been a man. How often do men just, just need a hug?
0: Any if given day. To, like If you want me to break it down in a sense of how love is connected to this, mm-hmm. I think a man needs a hug every day. Right. He has to go out into the world, especially in this cog-type system where you're robotic, so to speak. Okay. You get into a habit of protect, survive, and provide. Mm-hmm. So when you look at it just in those terms, by the time that man comes home, does he have peace or is he still in the car?
1: Got you. Most likely still in the cog, because I mean you're dealing with that all day. That's a lot to like decompress from. Right. All day. Even some come home to the wives or girlfriend, whatever, and it's hard for them to show that to them as well because they carry a so much bit of a
0: little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little when a female or you know, you have love at home. Okay. When you have that affectionate and vulnerability, the the affordability of being vulnerable at home, okay, then that doesn't become the problem because guess what, that love at home gives you a hug.
1: It does, man. But I just want to get back to men being able to show that affection to each other. Like, how can we break that down and get down to where more men are comfortable with doing that? Like, what steps I mean, could be taken for them to accept that and realize they need that, and for that to be okay. Oh, you think that is that even possible?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's possible, but we got to stop trying to put titles to things. You know, one of the things that we're going to eventually discuss even further is that the very moment we try as a human society to define something, we start living up to what that definition is. Okay. So if men show affection to men, we say gay, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like naturally speaking, right? Right. Is that the first thing that most people? That's the first
1: thing that most people say. So be that's a, a conditioned thought. Right. You got, like you said, it got to be a church hug.
0: <laughs> so we got to start breaking down some of those barriers. Now, when you actually see what happens is phobias get created in men's minds. Okay. You know, they'll say that so much that when a man does give them a hug, they automatically think that person wants them or whatever the case may be. And if you do actually have a gay man that gives you a hug, guess what? You automatically think that they want you.
1: I mean, but every time I do see men showing each other affection, it's like they want it. It's warranted. It's like they embrace it, and you see the smile on them. They're happy and everything. Like you're every time two, I've
0: witnessed it, you're dealing with two people that are comfortable at that moment.
1: So it's basically being comfortable within yourself, not worried about the conditions of the world and the boundaries that's set. So it takes two men to be very comfortable within themselves to be able oh, to. Oh yeah, to, to, to be able to set a, st- that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. See. Comfortable in your skin. Know what you are, who you are, what you want in life, right? When you understand those principles, whether the person that's giving you a hug is heterosexual or homosexual, it won't even matter.
1: Right. Not even so much as physical touch, uh, just like even emotionally, being able to talk to another man and say, hey, I'm not okay, I'm not good, and be able to express yourself without trying to simplify things verbally or having to be hard and pretend like, you know, you're a shell, you're a turtle, and you got that shell. So that's
0: how I love taking the physical and transcending to the spiritual. So... When we struggle on a physical level with the affection of a hug, Mm -hmm. we're going to struggle with the uh, spiritual nature to be able to express love. Right. So when it comes to saying, hey, brother, you offended me, you gave me, you know, whatever, you know, that soft talk, right? Yeah. That's what ends up happening to people with a conditioned thought process. You start thinking the very moment that you're trying to talk about an emotion with another male Again, what are we saying at that point? What what natural thoughts come to mind? We start saying that person is a weak-minded individual. Right. They're sensitive. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right.
1: So, I mean, they, they just got to have that place where, like you said, they don't <coughs> almost have to be that. And like I think it started, like we said before, everything starts as a boy. I think if a child is brought up or reared to express his emotions, to understand his emotions, and understand who he is, and, I mean, that's how you get to that point. So Yeah,
0: it's, it starts at a very young age. You know, that's one of the reasons why I wish I'd have had, you know, a consistent father figure. Mm-hmm. You know, my great-grandfather was an affectionate man. Not, I'm not me wrong now. He was pretty stern and harsh, and we had some, you know, strict responsibilities and things like that. Right. But if he would have lived, you know, past my, up into my teenage years, mm-hmm. I think I would have been off to a head start.
1: Right, right. But I only had
0: him for six years.
1: Mm. You know, I remember um, one time on that job. <laughs> when I met you, I think I remember I come in there, guy, he's buff, muscular, kind of like a little young kid or whatever. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I saw you guys, you know, you show each other some love. you like, I I'll love you. Him, I you gave
0: that man a hug. He
1: gave him a hug and you see that man. He lit up. It's like a little kid. And to see that, I play with you guys. And I said, oh, bromance. Bromance. But I was happy to see that, man. When, yeah. I see, when I see stuff like that, I'm excited.
0: Well, look, one of the struggles <laughs> that I have as a, as a, as a male Um, is that, you know, sadly I grew up in a very poor environment and got caught up in some situations or whatever or got familiar with some activity in life that you should not experience as a young boy. Mm -hmm. You know, when I saw that young man and we were talking and we were playful and, you know, I hugged him and he told me he had sons, I told him immediately, hug those boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Show emotion with those boys. You have to, that's where it starts. Because it's a lifesaver. Sorry, it doesn't the mean, father. And, yeah. and see, the sad thing in our world is people will automatically think that that means they're soft. Hmm. Now, one thing I also know that man is doing is teaching the boys how to fight. <laughs> you, you know, know that. That, but, but, but not to get the, the hairs crossed or anything.
1: You could be a protector and shame at the same time.
0: be affectionate. Right, right, right. That's what we're typically not afforded as men. Mm-hmm. And then when we get together, we're typically hostile, high tea. Okay. competitive, demeaning. Yep. I was
1: see, at that's that ego. Still, it's see, the ego.
0: It's the ego trip and you're void of emotion where you're showing an emotion. Right. But it only represents itself a certain way.
1: I mean, you think that when we were talking about other episodes, if you guys want to check that out, uh, episode five and that bonus episode. In the last episode, we were talking about it, <coughs> it, it really starts with a father. If a if a son has a father figuring out how showing him love, giving him a hug, son, here's a hug for you. A lot of fathers are not doing it. they teach teaching them to be like that. Boy, you don't supposed to be crying. Right. Women are doing that. What you crying for? All right,
0: well, see, now you make me want to hit on a particular point that Mm -hmm. I was thinking about. So when it comes to being able to be naturally affectionate, you know, uh, being able to show physical love amongst men, Mm -hmm. my question becomes, okay, well, how important is it? Then it leads me along a, a particular thought process. I go, could it stop us from being violent toward each other? Okay. If we show each other. I think it would. Something as simple as love. Right. Could it stop us from being immediately hateful, violent, volatile?
1: Yeah. It'll be a step in the right direction for sure, man. Step in the right direction for sure. But I don't know. I just, I just wish we could find a cure for that because it'd be a much better world. I think a lot of, especially in single homes too, mothers who raise their sons or whatever, they're trying, they think they're trying to get them ready for the world. I'm, I'm going to say mothers and fathers. They think because the world's so tough and you guys have a lot to deal with. I'm saying a lot on your shoulder. They think getting you ready for the world. If I have you too soft, you won't be prepared to endure some of the stuff you have to deal with. So they think they're putting that shell on your back or helping you build that little wall around you to protect you. But in the end of the day, and, and, and it's kind of hindering a, you.
0: And to a degree, there is truth in that being a male, yes. Our society is conditioned a certain way to treat you a certain way mm-hmm. so there is some truth in that, okay, but that should not be a definition is okay. what I'm saying. so to me, you know there's nothing wrong with like you take our friendship, for example, I'm a male, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with you showing me affection and love and, and, and kindness and nurture. You don't well, have I to always be. Will. You don't have to beat me up in the sense that, hey, you prepping me all day, every day to be a man in this world.
1: Right. You a man, boy. You don't get you no love. You don't get no love.
0: <laughs> right. But see, that's what we end up doing, you know, to the boy that exists within a man.
1: Well, I got a point. I think I'm about to take, I'm, open, I'm about to open something up. And you know a lot more about the Bible than I do. But I'm, I'm going right. to take it to the Bible. Do you think it starts there? Because the man is the head, not the tail. So automatically when you've been educated by God, because most people should be educated by God or higher power or whatever, it's automatically instilled in you that that responsibility is yours. That responsibility is, is mine. It's already in your head. So it's like well, you already if, start off with that.
0: Well, if you yeah. want to take it to the Bible, my principle becomes okay. that, okay, then that would technically mean that Jesus is the head of the congregation of the church, right? Mm-hmm. So did he wield it upon people? Hmm. Like, did he act in a harsh Thuggish, she did not. you know, mean, right? protector, provider, nurturer.
1: Do you, do you think that kind of probably comes it up, though, affection. from the beginning? Like, ah oh man, I got all this responsibility. I carry yes. the family on my back. You yes,
0: know? yes. Right, I'm trying to get to the, the world, core of it. The right? world we live in, yes. You know, right. when it comes to that idea that, you know, this is the man. When you go out in this world, you come home, you take care of these responsibilities, and that's it. Right. You know, you provide, you protect, right? Right.
1: So people taking the word in, but they're not taking it the right way. Because when you brought up that point about Jesus, he wasn't like that. He showed love, he showed all that, and he, you know he carried a nation on his back, and he did all that without the aggression, with all that he was. I'm pretty sure he expressed his emotions. I don't think Jesus yeah. had walls up. So. No, no, no. You
0: could, first of all, you can see his affection by washing his uh, disciples' feet, for right. example. Servant first. Know. So that doesn't make him a weak man. You know, again, we look at him as the exemplar, as a perfect man, right? Right. But yet, we don't desire that man in our world. Right. You know, that, that, that's where it is. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. You don't desire that person right. as a male figure in your life. Right. Somebody that can serve, somebody that can protect, somebody that can be strong, somebody that can be affectionate. Right. Now, here's a, a, a reflection of what's supposed to be perfect. Some would say there were weak characters if you pay attention. Okay. Who washes feet?
1: But I mean, but Jesus is above all. So
0: it's like. Who cries? Because he cried at his friend's wedding. Right. I mean, so, a it's, funeral.
1: It's crazy. They hold Jesus so high, he's up there. But you see another man doing things as Jesus did, you're judging him. It's like, oh, man.
0: But that's you're what soft. we do. That's why people say stuff like. I think that's you know, a great point you brought up. I like if that. Jesus walked the face of the earth today, you know, nobody would recognize him anyway. Hmm. that's how much we're caught in a cycle of behavior. Right. So you take it, that's supposed to be over 2,000 years ago. Okay. So technically speaking, anybody that behaves in that same peculiar nature, weird nature, we do the same thing.
1: Hmm. So I think that's a point maybe should be brought about, because I really just opened my eyes bringing it up. I just had a legitimate question about did it go back to the Bible, but once you broke that down about how, how Jesus walked the earth, my eyes open like wow that is a good point like and maybe they should use that like everyday well, life it is...
0: should but again you know we're talking about so we look at men a certain way men are conditioned to think a certain way men are not allowed to be affectionate toward another man and they get not categorized mm-hmm. again we're trying to put people everybody in a box okay this is where you're supposed to fit in at. okay if you say this this is where you fit if you say this or do that this is where you fit
1: compartmentalize Right.
0: We're not free spirits.
1: And they tell us to be Christ-like.
0: But and yet. <laughs> Christ fit no box.
1: Right. Because I, I can't. When I think of Jesus, I, I don't think of any harsh, no toxic masculinity. I don't think of any of that. I think it's love. and I'm going to say the word, love and softness. And being soft doesn't make you weak. But that's that's all that's all I can think of. Like I haven't had one thought of Jesus where I see aggressiveness. I just in my well, head now. And, like, and, and let's
0: talk about strength <laughs> of character for uh, example within him, right? Yeah. So yet he showed affection. He showed love. He broke racial boundaries, by the way, because you know when he was by the well, you know who he talked to. So the question becomes: Is he weak because he cried at Lazarus' funeral? You know what I mean? Right. Is he weak that he was affectionate and, and served his disciples?
1: Jesus was living without a mask. He was being himself. Because deep down, you get rid of the flesh, get rid of the body, and we all realize we're just the spirit that dwells within the body. And you can really be that person, you know, much
0: easily. And he was so strong of a man right. that he sacrificed his life for others.
1: Right. So you don't have to have all that, you know, to be, <laughs> to exist in this world. And I wish a lot of men get that because it's almost sad. When you look at a man and you, he th- think he has to be this image and he has to portray this image. And I mean, for everybody, for for a woman, it's women out here that's like, if you, if you're not aggressive, I don't want you. If you don't, women think aggression is uh, equals leadership. Right. True. True. Right. And that, that's just not the case. So I don't know. What do you What do you think is a solution to start with with this? Where should we start?
0: Well, first of all, when we have young boys, okay. you know, you know, the moment they're Born, we got to do the same things we would do to teach any human being that's being born. Mm-hmm. Fill the brain okay. with positivity. Be nurturing. Be affectionate. Whether it's a boy or a girl, that part does not matter. Okay? okay? We start defining things by colors, outfits, categorizing. Yes. Now, I'm not telling you that you should just dress a boy as a girl. Oh, or yeah. dress a girl as a boy. Mm-hmm. The problem is again because that becomes category again. Okay. Right? We're we're doing boxing and stuff. Free spirit teach the child, be nurturing to the child, love the child. Guide them, show them how to be, right? Okay. And then let them be and see what 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 comes from that spirit. Right, let's
1: let's put the child children away. We're going to lock them up, put them in the bedroom. Throw him that tablet like y'all do. Uh, just let them sit over there. We're going to get to the adults. What do you do now? He's a grown man. Grown man, he has this issue and he wants to change it. Forget the kids. Okay, we're past that. We didn't succeed at that. Got this man here who doesn't know how to express himself. Uh, he doesn't know who he is. He just think he has to play this role that the world put on him. What do you think will be the steps to help him? move in the right direction. We have to start with like therapy or something, or is it something else that...
0: Not a bad idea. (laughs) Not a bad idea. To
1: express his emotions. Right, right,
0: right. To at least be able to find out, you know, what his issues are. Because one of the problems becomes when we don't know ourselves or understand what issues we're dealing with, it becomes a difficult thing to be able to express it to others to get any type of love or affection in a specific uh, area within us. Okay. That makes sense? That makes a lot of sense, man. So, you know, therapy's not a bad idea in that. Now, when we're talking to another person, sadly, we're on guard so much, right? Especially as a male, because ego has to be so high as a male. Pride becomes a dangerous thing, and it's so male-dominant.
1: Does that have something to do with the world, how they uh, shape your thinking, or uh, does <laughs> testosterone play a, a part in that at all when it comes to ego with a man? You know, I, mean, I, can't, I don't know that experience. Scientifically
0: speaking, yeah, yeah. to a degree. Mm. Uh, and what ends up happening when testosterone is not governed, I say govern, I mean like not educated. Okay. That makes sense, like you're not right. informed of what these hormones mean. Okay. Most girls get taught that. You know that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, they'll be like, okay, when your menstrual cycle comes on, this is what's happening, so forth and so on, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, I never thought about that. So yeah, no one really sits down with little boys and explains. And explain Even yeah. in school, I don't really hear them talking about testosterone but when we were young they separated the boys and the girls and they took the girls mm-hmm. and had that talk like it was you know like mm-hmm. a private little thing so I was thinking they took the boys and had their talk about whatever it is that they have going on too man you know?
0: I'd like to go to that school <laughs> I don't know where that's happening at so somebody gonna have to call in one day and tell me what that's happening
1: I, I know they separated us but maybe the boy. I think the boys probably just sat in the classroom and they didn't let them play or do whatever they did. I don't think they had to talk with the boys yeah. wow I'm just thinking of that man I
0: don't that's the
1: world we live in they, they didn't well,
0: have a talk with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> what you do with all them hormones, boy. Right, right,
1: right. Now, don't
0: get me wrong. You have some adults that'll say some of the weirdest things.
1: Such as?
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we want to go there. But, but I, no, I, I, no. <laughs> I, I, I'll go here instead. <laughs> Simply put, sometimes you'll just have grown men tell you that, you know, be careful where you put your pee hole at.
1: Oh, uh, Okay. Got (laughs) you.
0: You know? Yeah. So the sad part is there's no real true information in nurturing a boy. Hmm. And that's what happens consistently in this society. And that's the sad part because I'm Hmm. telling you, what should happen is a boy should be educated about love. Hmm. A boy should be educated about sex. Hmm. And not the, the meaning type of information that we get conditioned to think as males. And what ends up happening is when you have a male that understands information like that, they get called out kind of names. Right. You know, for example, one would be gay. Yeah. Especially if that male becomes a selective, protective individual of their temple. Right. That's what ends up happening.
1: Do you think women play a big role in how men Absolutely. interact with each other? Because they're in competition for the woman, they have Absolutely. a woman tell them they need to be this for me to, to look mm-hmm. at you. You look at the guy who has the woman that you want and you're like, he's nothing like you and he's all tough guy and the bad guy, whatever. So I need to be like this in order to attract this. So you think that plays a big part, too?
0: Huge. But, you know, I'm kind of comical in my own mind sometimes because I go, you know, uh, they always say the good boys finish last. Right. You know, so simply put, if there's a boy or a male that's about uh, principles, values, you know, they'll get pushed to the side. Right now, I think that's kind of comical in a sense, only because I understand both sides of the table. Okay, I don't want to get too, too caught in this, but when you understand both sides of the table, mm-hmm. that information becomes comical to watch because now you can actually see the female part to contribute into this conditioned mind.
1: Right, they play see, a big role. The
0: sad that. part is mm-hmm. most males can't because they usually already are so conditioned; they only been on one side of the table.
1: Right. Or they seen it that way, the male role models they do have or see around the world. Are like mm-hmm. we said before, if they don't have real male role models, but you got music, rappers, mm-hmm. musicians, and they pay attention to those type of guys and how they're interacting. So it's just like one big circle, one big mm-hmm. conglomerate of misinformation.
0: <laughs> so why do you think men don't hug each other? That's gay. <laughs> it becomes sexualized. It, it is sexualized. You know, the yeah. only form of affection that a male will know is a sexual nature.
1: Right, and they show they expose that self. I mean, that part of themselves. What? Who? When you go home, they're woman. It's like a safe place behind closed doors. And that's the
0: only time they get to show any form of. affection. are
1: spooning.
0: Right. I mean, so the very the moment boy. a male go to another male, right? That's the only thing they identify as that physical affection.
1: Right, because he knows nothing else. Man, I, I'm, this is a great conversation because, like, I haven't even just stopped to think about this like that, man. Wow. So, I'm like, where do we start? I mean. Maybe we should do a hug challenge or something. You know, they well, have, I already told you, they a have hug was tr- the answer. But they have these trends, right? I wonder could we start that trend, man? Uh, you hug They're your day. When you see, every time you see a man, you just hold your arms out.
0: Hey, they do that in Japan.
1: Say, brother, how was your day? You doing okay? Bring it in. Give me a hug, man. How's life treating you? I wonder just just to start that off, something that simple. You doing okay?
0: I'm good with it.
1: No right, me. I bet. I mean, I don't are. want the
0: wrong person hugging me now.
1: What, what do you mean, the wrong person?
0: Well, you know. Spirits exist.
1: Oh, you mean negative energy. You can't, yeah. yeah, yeah but you can feel that, though. Um, yeah. You can. I know that you have that. Oh, again, no, I'll
0: punch in your chest now. Oh, okay. See,
1: there you go. Got to be hard again. Got to be masculine. Stick your chest out.
0: <laughs> no, I just meant I don't want the devil's spirit around me. I'm just messing with you, bro. I'm I know. Just, what? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I'm going, just going cla- back to everything <laughs> we're talking about. Dude. I'm just clouding, <laughs> Yeah, man. he
1: just got real serious look in his eye over
0: here, man. <laughs> but no, real talk, though. I'm okay with that because, you know, again, I have no problem with that. And I don't see why we wouldn't be that loving or affectionate. Right. That doesn't make you a weak man.
1: I think also um, journaling can help men. I actually bought you and the guy I spoke of. I got you guys a journal, and every day it start off with "How's your day, bro?" Or something like that. And you're supposed to write down how you feel. And he actually was Getting telling the me the emotion out. Right, he was actually telling my man, "I'm glad you gave this to me. The fact you can even think to give this to me, and the reaction to that let me know that men have so many uh, suppressed emotions yes. inside of them." I
0: love that young man.
1: Oh yeah, man. That's a good. He's a good guy. He's a great dude, man. I keep. I can't speak nothing but high things. I'm um, speak very highly of
0: him. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy because he was one of the first males that was comfortable enough to be like, you know, I hug you. I'd hug you, brother. Right. You know, and I, you know, I'm looking at him as a young guy, and I'm like, he's young enough to be my little brother. Right. You know, maybe my son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you always want to be somebody's daddy, man. Hey, wait, that sounds inappropriate. Oh, okay. But no, seriously, though, that was a privilege for me, though. Mm -hmm. Because it had been a long time since a male actually took the opportunity to show me affection like that. Right. You know, I, I live in a world where I'm about my business. I'm taking care of things. I have a daughter. I love her to death. You know, she shows me affection, shows me love. She actually helped me to be a little bit more sensitive as a male figure. Because I had to soften myself for her. right? You know what I mean? You couldn't be so hard because if you're that hard, then guess what? Hmm. She can't show you love. She can't reciprocate.
1: Hmm. That, made, that made a thought come into my block. mind. So for men <coughs> who were never taught to show emotion, do you mm-hmm. think, like I say, women is part of the problem. Sometimes they're trying to impress them. But you think it would take a woman to actually get that out of them to say, hey... You should go in the world, express yourself more. Will they just initiate that on their own or well, will it take an outside speak, source?
0: Technically speaking, that's what we've always needed. Right. You know I mean? From day one, right? since we come from women. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in this world, especially. Mm-hmm. However, the missing component in this world is that simple fact that you have no male that shows you that type of affection.
1: You just uh, reminded me of a point you always bring up, though, and I think maybe people need to hear it about uh, you come from a female. So a lot of men don't recognize the femininity that's within them. You say you start off.
0: And that becomes (laughs) another struggle with the homosexual thing within most men, the phobia, that is. You know, when you can't accept the fact that you came from a woman, and scientifically speaking, this is the part that really trumps my head sometimes or makes me laugh at men, is that, you know, before you become a male... Mm -hmm. Scientifically speaking, you're a female.
1: So it's already in you. But
0: we deny that part of us because we condition that thought to think that any type of female energy.
1: Right. Now nurtured, we're not saying I go get you some pom-poms. No, nah, man. Hold yeah. up now. Hold <laughs> up now. You about all
0: that now. Don't get hold it up. twisted. Don't get it twisted. I already told you. Don't be confused in your head. Right. It's simple. Love and affection has no gender. At all. And the problem is we try to categorize those type of feelings. Mm -hmm. We try to say certain emotions have a gender to it. Right. And that's a sad thing.
1: If we we were all born, well, we all are born, but let's say you were a blank blank slate. No one ever touched you and you were allowed to be who you are, feel who you are, and every part of you that exists within you, you could be that. I think it would be much easier. We have a lot more men out here that's just really expressing themselves and really Living and knowing that they have that femininity I'll, within them, I'll take a one.
0: I'll take a one-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Watch him run up to you and give you a hug.
1: Easy, kids, easy show love. So, what, what point as a man condition. does that stop? When what, at what age though do you think like you, you know you showing love fruit, you hugging mommy, give me a kiss, daddy? Give oh, kiss, you want to know how early it can happen? Yeah, because can. I take how early is that you know at this point
0: I'll take you know poverty as the the primary condition thought uh, environment right. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time that. That boy is three years old, he'll hit you instead of hug you.
1: Mm. So, you think like more in suburban areas that they, they afforded
0: more, more subjective space to, to that be, thought? Yeah. To to, the, to
1: be themselves, to show love, to be okay, because it's not the pressure maybe in the household
0: to go out there and fight? Yeah. yeah. Or to shoot somebody to protect yourself? Yeah, sure. Mm.
1: That's a good point, too, man. Wow. See, more conversations like this just need to be had.
0: <laughs> it really does. To open because, up the again, dialogue. We'll finally understand why we have males that behave a certain way. Right. You know, and the only thing we end up doing in the female community is we keep encouraging the same behavior. You know, we we praise those same weaknesses that we don't like.
1: Okay, I want to tell you something interesting. Um, a lot of our podcasts, I mean, it's known that women are typically more spiritual than uh, men. Mm-hmm. A lot of our episodes, because, you know, I pay attention to the analytics, most of the time it's like, 90 something percent women and all that. But this last week or so that we've been talking about little boys and men issues and all that, I looked at it and it's 65 35. Mm. Men are tuning in Good. to these topics and that's Good. that's what's needed. Because a
0: male needs to be a spiritual person. Right. You know, when you start thinking about hundreds of years ago, uh guess what? You know, men were leaders when it came to spirituality. Right. Women blossom their man. They basically water them, if that makes sense. Okay. So when you have the fact that a woman birthed you, they nurtured you, they raised you, they inspired you. They were the primary teacher in the home and showing you certain aspects. You went out with your father, the, the male figure. He showed you some of the things that you got to do to protect and provide. Could okay. he talk to you. He counseled you, gave you instruction and structure. When you start looking at those dynamics, because the male at that time was getting it from the woman and the man.
1: Okay.
0: You had more of a spiritual community. Hmm. So at that time you had a real strong man. I can even think of a nurturer.
1: Yeah. When I was a kid growing up, my dad, he's the poster child for masculinity as when I was growing up. Like it was you know, straighten your shoulders up, do like a walk like this, talk like this. And we're me and my sister, we're girls. <laughs> and he doing this and he had to be tough all the time. Never seen my dad cry. His, yeah. Never seen my dad have a moment where it felt like everything wasn't okay. I could sense it because I read energy, right. but he would never say it with his mouth. He would never do any of those things. But now um, he's really into God. He found God like in 2016, he found God. And when I say he's so light, Oh my God, I mean, he's light. He's expressive. He says, "I love you uh, a lot more than when I was a kid." Like that's he's so a open. I so yeah. Re- not re- I ain't gonna just say religion. You know, even just find that higher power, no, of finding he's a God. A person. Yeah, but I'm saying you know? maybe that's 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 a big key to it. or so am finding something to believe in that opens you to, to being yourself, being you.
0: Hey, nihilism is a dangerous thing. Okay.
1: Believing in nothing. <laughs> Believing in <laughs> nothing, man.
0: But you know we. One of the things that we want to do with people is try to connect to them. So, you know, we identify or or talk about a variety of things. At the end of the day, we're trying to build one another up. Right. Whether you're male or female is irrelevant. At the end of the day, you're you're a ball of energy. Right. You know, and you're an entity that gets to house a physical form on the face of this earth. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that flesh, try your best to be the best of you. Yes. My struggle as a male... Is that, and then here's the thing, as a black man, it's extreme sometimes. Right. You have so many hurdles or conditioned thoughts that you have to fight to become something that the world thinks you can't be. Hmm. The sad part about that is affection is nowhere in that sentence. Yeah.
1: You rarely hear that when it comes to the word man.
0: <laughs> so for me, recognizing that all men have that battle in general I choose love for another man. Wow! See, so bromance for me is real simple in principle. Okay, man, I'm there for him. I look them dead in the eye. They can see the softness of mine. They ain't got to see no harshness whatsoever.
1: Is bromance uh, being there if a man comes to you and he needs that kind of love and affection, or is bromance initiating that too when you can sense
0: it? I try.
1: But are you more conscious of what their boundaries may be and how, yep. you know, I have and to how be. they may take it? Yeah. As a be. man, you have to a woman will hug another woman. Quickly, right, right, to, right. Well, yeah. you
0: have to be only in this sense, too, though. you got to be considerate about people's comfort zone in general. So even if 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 I was talking to a female and my natural charm or, or you know, just the fact that I'm a smiley, happy, charismatic mm-hmm. person, if at some point I feel something inappropriate for them. Right. Guess what? I tone them down. Okay. So, the same thing for a male in the sense that if at some point I see that they're uncomfortable, I'm not gay. All right. So, if I see something in them that's uncomfortable, that's breaking their barrier, their walls, you take your time with that person. They're virgin at the end of the day. Okay?
1: <laughs> virgin to affection and hugs. Right.
0: So From you take a man. Your
1: time.
0: I'm not playing with you. <laughs> so, you take your time with the person. It's called consideration, man. Right. You know, so... Mm. Again, one of the barriers that we want to break is bromance is is not even really a thing, man. It's not, man. You're looking at another person.
1: And, I mean, you know what you are sexually attracted to. I mean, you know if if you're attracted to a man or not. You shouldn't automatically in your head think that's gay unless you're gay. (laughs) Gay is an attraction to the same sex. If you're not attracted to the same sex, you're just showing love. (laughs) I mean, that's it.
0: Sounds simple enough.
1: I mean, everything in this world could be very simple. It would be complicated. They complicated, whoever they may be at the time. But, yeah, man, let's keep life simple. Let's show love. I mean, just show comfort to each other. I mean, well, life can be hard, or well, life can be really simple, and it's, it's all about what we make
0: it. Well, let's make it.
1: Mm, let's do it, man. Let's make a
0: change in the world.
1: Right, but we're, like, we're not going to keep you guys here all night. It's just something that we really want to touch on. Before we get up out of here, Stro, is there anything you want to say to some of the men out there that might be sitting here and listening right now? And thinking about making steps in that direction, but they just really don't know which way to go.
0: (laughs) Well, one of the first things I got to tell any person, but I'll tell men specifically this. Man, you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself, what do you want out of life? Ask yourself, do you have love in your life? I don't care what environment or world we live in. I'm not telling you that it's easy in any situation. But if you're not looking at yourself and trying to find yourself, you're doing yourself some disjustice. Mm. One of the things I had to learn at a very early age is to not let those outside influences dictate my life. That's the hardest thing. You know, growing up in the hood, you know, it could be very easy to say, okay, this is how I have to behave. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, now you're governed. You're subject to. They're dictating, not you. you. What you're lacking is love. Trust me, I know. I, got, I, I know of situations where fathers killed their sons because they were afraid to be vulnerable with them. Mm. The son. The son. All right, all right, He showed up like a gangster and a gangster got shot. All right. So my, my expression is simple. Find yourself. Pause for a moment. You don't have to run the streets with every single person. Sit at home sometimes. It's okay. I remember when the older people used to tell me stuff like that. Hmm. It wasn't easy because I ran the street. Okay. I'm a homebody now.
1: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you I mean? You're happy to get some relaxation with these walls around you.
0: Right. So find <laughs> peace within yourself. Show yourself some love, man. It's okay to be affectionate. Don't let people dictate your emotion either. In other words, don't be housed up with suppression and anger. Right. right, you right. Know, pray a little bit.
1: That's all, that's all I want to say. Yes, sir. Stroke, thank you, man, for showing a little bit of vulnerability, You know, getting inside of your head or what a man may feel or what a man may think. And I got one thing to say pe- to you people before I go. Um, you know what just happened. You just got stroked. I know your brain's tingling. And no, that's not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yup. You guys have a good night, man.
0: Good night. Bye.